Preface The Pale Blue Dot of Progress As much as any economist, entrepreneur, futurist thinker, or science fiction writer, the late astronomer and author Carl Sagan played a pivotal role in my writing this book. Every day, I was deeply inspired to keep working by the image that I chose for the background wallpaper on my computer, an image Sagan was directly responsible for. It was at his request that on February 14, 1990, NASA commanded the Voyager 1 space probe to turn its camera around and take one last photograph of Earth before it departed the solar system. You need to stare closely at the image to spot the single bright pixel that is Earth, an almost imperceptible speck amid the empty vastness of our solar system. But every day, when I awaken my computer to start writing, my eye was immediately drawn to that pixel. Sagan later called it the pale blue dot, which is now how the famous photo is commonly referenced. In this book of the same name, Sagan writes, From this distant vantage point, the earth might not seem of any particular interest, but for us, it's different. Consider again that dot. That's here. That's home. That's us. On it, everyone you love, everyone you know, everyone you ever heard of, every human being who ever was, lived out their lives. The aggregate of our joy and suffering, thousands of confident religions, ideologies, and economic doctrines, every hunter and forager, every hero and coward, every creator and destroyer of civilization, every king and peasant, every young couple in love, every mother and father, hopeful child, inventor and explorer, every teacher of morals, every corrupt politician, every superstar, every supreme leader, every saint and sinner in the history of our species lived there on a mote of dust suspended in a sunbeam. Consider again that image and that pale blue pixel, but in a different context. That dot that's the roughly 200-year era of modern technological progress and economic growth amid the 200,000-year lifespan of Homo sapiens, millennium after millennium with little of either of those wonderful things. Spectacularly brief in the words of Stanford University economist Charles I. Jones, who specializes in the study of economic growth. During these past two centuries or so have been invented almost every gadget and gizmo, almost every machine and mechanism, almost every contrivance and contraption that make our lives something more than solitary, poor, nasty, brutish, and short, as Thomas Hobbes described our mortal existence. From the Bell electrical telephone to the Apple iPhone, from the Edison kinetoscope to the IMAX high-resolution 3D digital video camera, from the right flyer to the reliable and reusable SpaceX Falcon 9, from the internal combustion engine to, fingers crossed, the nuclear fusion reactor, from smallpox and rabies vaccines to mRNA vaccines for COVID-19, from the Babbage difference engine to ChatGPT. During these past two centuries, we took the notion that bettering the human condition was actually possible, a concept that only goes back maybe 200 years earlier still, and turned it into a reality. 
tomorrow started becoming noticeably better than today. We lived better. We lived longer. We created the modern world. That dot, that's almost everything we think and talk about. That's here. That's home. That's us. And we made it happen. Sagan's pale blue dot imagery was surely an inspiration to those worried about the current and future residents of that pixel, not to mention the future health of the pixel itself. As Sagan elaborated, there is nowhere else, at least in the near future, to which our species could migrate. Visit, yes. Settle, not yet. Like it or not, for the moment, the earth is where we make our stand. I always fixate on the not yet part of that quote. There's no doubt Sagan desired that humanity become, in the words of electric car and space entrepreneur Elon Musk, a multiplanetary species. Doing so would be a step more significant than the colonization of land by our amphibian ancestors some 500 million years ago, Sagan wrote in a 1991 essay. Yet in that same piece, the astronomer dismissed President George H.W. Bush's plan announced in 1989 to land the first human on Mars in 2019. Such a journey was simply too expensive in the view of Sagan, who in a 1991 essay cited reducing homelessness, fighting the AIDS epidemic, and finding alternatives for fossil fuels among the clear crying national needs that outweighed space colonization. Earth will never be bigger than the size of a pixel, no matter how many times such a photo is taken from the outer edge of the solar system. But the pale blue dot of progress gets a bit bigger and maybe a bit brighter all the time, thanks to humanity's endless ingenuity. When Bush announced his plan to send Americans to the Red Planet, the New York Times highlighted cost estimates of $400 billion to reach both the Moon and Mars. But there's been a lot of progress since then, especially in the past few years. Improvements in rocket production and, more importantly, rocket reusability, in large part due to innovation at Musk's SpaceX, means launch costs are a fraction of what they were when Bush made his announcement. And those costs are headed lower still 